0: welcome to the dave and lisa podcast well it is now october my favorite month of the year
1: me too halloween
0: boo i hate halloween it's my birthday
1: boo (laughs) i see what you did there (laughs) no i I, wait a minute i take that
0: back i didn't do (laughs) that there anyway yeah so uh october we're finally here cajun catfish festival just around the corner that's a good yes, thing
1: so excited so we're chatting with wade bowen today who's going to be performing out at the conroe cajun catfish festival a little bit later
0: yeah that's going to be cool i can't wait to talk to him you know uh he's one of the artists that signed a donut for me.
1: I know, so, I know. One of the first ones. Yeah,
0: he's uh, he's very high on the donut tree.
1: And, yeah, you know, a lot of people always ask, you know, they're always asking us questions, you know, like, who's the nicest person you've ever met in the industry? And Wade's actually one of the nicest guys out there.
0: Yeah, he is. He's always always uh, ready to talk, always ready to sign donuts.
1: <laughs> he doesn't walk out after signing the donut going, you know what they made me do? <laughs> little throwback to, to Johnny Lee yeah. signing the The donut. very first
0: <laughs> signed donut. I wish I still had that donut. It just upsets me every time I think about you throwing that away.
1: I didn't do it. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're talking about uh, October, Halloween, my favorite holiday. You know, um, that means haunted houses are starting to open up now. There's actually one person arrested recently in North Carolina. Um, five I heard guns. about that. Yeah, five guns were confiscated after this fight broke out at a haunted house apparently the fight started when a girl ran into her ex of the haunted house after he ghosted her <laughs>
0: <laughs> i never have been a big haunted house fan well that's a shocker. never because you think about people that run haunted houses they, they got a lot of skeletons in their closet <laughs> really i don't trust them really so did you hear uh i think this was over in spain uh, a zookeeper got mauled by a gorilla.
1: Oh, here we go. You hate monkeys, so of course you've got some story about a gorilla
0: and the yeah, I hate monkeys because monkeys are mean, okay, and the bigger they are, the meaner they are. Get this so this gorilla breaks through three different safety doors and attacks a zookeeper there. dang you can read all about it in the uh, new children's book, Furious George. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Hold. Monkeys. I should do a a video like the lady that did the, sharks are mean. <laughs> Monkeys are mean. But hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: You said that this gorilla busted through like three safety doors to yeah. get to the zookeeper. He was
0: angry, gorilla.
1: Uh, I'm thinking maybe the zookeeper might have been a little bit of a jerk. I mean, one safety door, <laughs> gorilla's blowing off some steam. But three doors?
0: That kind of makes you wonder. You think he did the old... Wouldn't you like this banana? <laughs> oh, almost had it. Try it again. Oh, oh You almost had it. A little bit closer. Uh, yeah, I could say I could see something like that yeah. going down. Yeah, I'd say so. So, uh, did did you uh, get a chance to watch the debate Tuesday night?
1: I did. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It was like the 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 highest rated comedy in television history. <laughs> it was like <laughs> two old guys. It actually reminded me of a couple of scenes from Grumpy old men. You seen that movie? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like the new version. I think the, the next time we just need to make it like a wrestling match and let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> have you
0: seen that video of the two old men fighting outside a nursing home? I
1: actually I, do you know how many people have tagged me in that?
0: that's, that's probably what it would look like. <laughs> oh and speaking, you know we had the uh, the gorillas in the zoo. Did you hear about the parrots that got in trouble? uh no this this actually was a zoo in the uk they actually had to remove p- uh parrots from the zoo why because uh well
1: were they attacking people no
0: no they were actually cursing too much <laughs> cursing they had to remove the parrots because people would come by oh look at the parrots and they were like go to hell Beep. just bad just <laughs> terrible language
1: that, that's pretty bad.
0: It, Yeah, it's definitely uh, a bad thing. But actually, it was kind of good for business. I mean, it's not every day a parrot gives you the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Parakeet said it was a damn shame. Oh, gosh.
1: Now, I know that uh, this seems like it might be a story out of Florida, but it actually happened in, in your motherland in, in Arkansas there.
0: <laughs> My motherland. <laughs>
1: A 13-foot alligator that weighed 800 pounds dragged a boat carrying four men across the lake there in Arkansas before they finally killed this 800-pound alligator.
0: That's a big gator.
1: It really is. And, I mean, I know it sounds kind of crazy, but the story's not a crock.
0: (laughs) Come on. That is awful. Yeah, well. That that is awful. All right, let's... uh, uh, Let's move on to the main section I of today's podcast.
1: Everybody's probably this ready for podcast. that. Uh, Wade Bowen, who's going to be playing at the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival. Let's go ahead and welcome him to the show.
0: Hello. Hello. What's up? <laughs> Sorry I'm late. Nah, that's Thanks. all right. I My mean, apologies. Lisa's been bitching, but I was all right with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I figured she was mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see figured- it. I've
0: seen her angry. Yeah. Now
1: look, it's lunchtime. I'm just a little hangry, all I'm right? U-
0: I'm used to it, so I really didn't even notice.
2: <laughs> How's it going? I'm good. How are y'all?
0: Oh, we're good, man. Just getting ready for the big show next week.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah we're, man. We're, to
1: you. we're excited. you coming to the Catfish Festival.
2: I know, I know. I'm, I'm, it's nice to have a gig. <laughs> <laughs> We've been
0: trying to keep up with you on Facebook and all the sequestered songwriters deals and the Wade's world and all of that. So that's pretty cool, but I bet it'll be nice not to have to look into a phone or uh, to a monitor to see your fans.
2: Yeah, it will. It'll be nice to get some feedback and some claps, hopefully, and some yells and singing along. That's what we, music's all about.
0: Yeah, we've talked to a couple of uh, of uh, entertainers and you know about how weird it is to play to a bunch of cars honking at you yeah i mean i guess you could get that in the middle of the street or something but it's kind of weird i bet
1: i guess we should uh, tell everybody right now too we're we're chatting with wade bowen here yeah and uh so wade did you do any of those any of the shows with the what were those drive-up shows
2: yeah we've done about three or four of them okay and uh yeah they're, they're different i mean at the time you know when you do them you just like i said you're just excited to get back on stage with your band and playing again, but it's a little different. You know, this pretty much this whole year is different. So we're just adapting and adjusting as much as best we can.
0: Well, you know, Lisa and I were talking uh, earlier while we were waiting on you to call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we were talking how you probably, uh, well, not probably, you are pretty much in our mind, the hardest working guy since the COVID. You know, we've talked to a lot of people and they're like, we're, we're asking them like, well, so man, what have you been doing since the, the lockdown? Oh man, watching Yellowstone. You know, just hanging out, <laughs> fishing a bunch. But it's like you got something new every day, almost.
2: Yeah, you didn't stop. Yeah, well, you know, it's just don't want to let don't don't want don't want people to forget me. Maybe I don't know what it is about me. I just I can't sit around either. I really have a hard time with that, and it's a blessing and a curse, I guess. I, thought, um, uh, I know a lot of my buddies have really been enjoying this time off, and I have just been trying to work through yeah. it.
0: You hit a pretty good point there. You know. This is a pretty. This is day and age we live in. It's pretty fast paced and people do forget you if you're not out in front of them, man. It's it's kind of weird. It's there's so much available in a, in the palm of our hand nowadays that, man, if you're not if you're not in front of somebody, it's easy easy to be forgotten. I would imagine.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. At least, at least I think so. You know, I've I, I just have, have always had that mentality. I've always, that's just the way I was raised, you know, work, 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 and work hard and good things will happen. And, and that's just what I've tried to do. Um, plus, it's helped keep my mind off of it. Um, I get a little stir crazy if I'm not doing something. I get lazy. So um, th- this is just my way of dealing with all of this. I think there's no wrong or right. I think everybody has their own way of dealing with, this year and all that we've been through, and I think you just have to do what's best for you and what makes you feel, feel the best when you wake up in the morning.
1: Absolutely, and I mean, you. It was it seemed like you didn't just do like one thing. You, like you, you had the Waits World deal, which I I really enjoyed watching on Friday nights. Uh, we would. I was telling Dave again while we were waiting <laughs> that we would work on a puzzle every Friday night and 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 listen to Wade's World and all your guests that you had on there. That was a lot of fun.
2: Well, thanks for doing that. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you. It. it was it was it was fun to have all those guests and to not just play music together, to actually talk and dive into. You know, I'm I'm. I love everybody that was on the show. Um, You know, I love their music. I'm a fan of theirs, not just friends with them. So it was really fun to kind of – I really tried hard to kind of ask questions that I felt like hadn't been asked maybe very much. And, uh, you know, get them to talk about some things that they hadn't really talked about instead of just simply who's your influences, you know, kind of kind of dive a little deeper. And and, uh, it was some interesting conversations. And it's amazing. You know, first when I started, I was thinking I'm going to do an hour and I'm sure that's going to be hard to fill an hour. And all of a sudden, three hours look, comes around. And I'm, every week, I was uh, having trouble stopping at three hours because I just wanted to keep going because we were having so much fun.
1: And you could tell. You could tell you guys were having a lot of fun. And you did. You, you asked some really good questions. I, I would tell Nate that every time you were asking good questions. You could tell you did your research on everybody. You know, if you weren't super close with them, you, you did a great job. So kudos to you, Wade. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't envy y'all having to interview all
0: the time. It's a tough job. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed. Uh, I guess it was on your uh, sequestered songwriter deal that you did a, a rendition of Bartender's Blues, which was a cool pick to pick any George Jones song. That was like that's like one of my favorites, and it's not like a real popular one either. A lot of people don't know that song. And when you started playing that, I was like, oh man, that's awesome. <laughs> so it's cool to. Yeah. It's-
2: it's been fun to do those sequestered Dale, the songwriters nights because it gives us a chance to you kind know, of dive into people's catalogs and learn things and learn some guitar chords and things that we didn't know. I mean, I didn't know James Taylor had written that song yeah. until I until I looked it up, and I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty incredible. I would have never known that, and I've learned a lot of crazy chords. Even last night, I did you know we did the Steve Warner uh, tribute and learned some chords that I hadn't really learned before, so it's it's just another way of keeping busy during this crazy time and i've really enjoyed it a lot of talented people on those money nights
0: i heard you tell steve don't be making fun of your guitar playing because steve's pretty pretty <laughs> handy at, at guitar picking
2: he really is you know and, and it's pretty, been pretty cool over the last couple uh i guess about the last i don't know five or six days i i uh kind of let him know that we were doing this and he 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 got really involved he called me a bunch and was very humbled by it and it's nice to be you know when you're when you're when you're playing Tom Petty songs or Springsteen songs, you, you, you just know that obviously they're you know well Tom's Tom's gone, but you know you know the Springsteen's not watching. Well, <laughs> and Steve made a point to let us know that he was watching. Last <laughs> night. He's on everybody's so, and, so, so did you break out in a cold? On, and it's pretty cool, you know. I mean, he's such a nice guy. He's probably the nicest guy he I've is. ever met. He, he is cool. This, and it's just, just really cool to have him involved.
0: So did you break out in a cold sweat when you said, "Oh, great, now he's going to be watching. I, I can't mess it up." So yeah
2: <laughs> you know i i i just do what i can I, I don't think there's anything special or crazy that i try to do anyway you know so i just go there and sing the best do the best i can I, steve steve is so nice it didn't matter yeah, i was I cool. pressure at all because it's like man he would just make fun of me about it and move on you know yeah, so he's cool
1: well, I know uh, earlier this month you kind of surprised everybody with with a little EP. I mean, I guess that was just another way to stay busy. And you just decided, hey, you know what? I've got some songs I want, I've never recorded. They were on the live albums. I need to throw them out there and just added a few more on.
2: Yeah, I just I've always wanted to do that record. I've always I've always had those songs that were just on live records that that I always wanted to kind of throw on a studio album somehow and I could never figure out how to do it and then the band and I started sending you know technology nowadays is beautiful and we just started sending files back and forth to each other through emails and all of a sudden we have a, a cool track built and you know with the help of some other friends like you know like Nate Coon for example you know he's he's been doing this way before the pandemic so you call upon those buddies that have been doing this for a while and pretty cool I, my goal when I set out was to make a record that and I, I could look back on personally and go, that's pretty cool that we did that during the pandemic when we couldn't see each other or be a, be around each other. And so, it's pretty cool that we pulled that off. And I, you know, it's, it's just a little glimpse of, in time to me. But I'm really proud of that, of that EP, and I'm really proud of my band and, and everybody that played on the record. It just really turned out way better than I ever could have imagined for a little side project.
1: I mean, it sounds awesome. And I i mean, I, I have to say, I love all those, those green room sessions that you did. Your your covers of Phil Collins, are just I Wish It Would Rain, it's, it's so good. I probably listened to that. I mean, before it was ever put out, that that's my little, you know, an, a nepotism. Is that what you can say? I've never <laughs>
0: heard that word in my whole life.
1: <laughs> I, I, I listened to that like a thousand times before it came out. I was like, dang, that's good.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was. It, it's always been one of my favorites, and we just try to find a way to, you know, make it as somewhat unique to to, to what we're doing. And uh, I don't know. We it's really just messing around. I kind of looked at that EP as like a as an encore. Whenever I do an encore, if I'm lucky enough to get an encore and the crowd wants to hear more, then we we kind of throw all the rule book out the window and we play and jam and sing whatever the heck. You know, comes to mind at the time. That's so, the coolest
0: ever, I think. The
2: way that I, it's kind of the way I look at that EP.
1: So, are you saying that at the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival, if everybody starts screaming for an encore, you'll come and sing some Phil Collins for us?
2: Of course, yes. I'll sing whatever, I, whatever, whatever we're feeling at the time. I, lo- you know, <laughs> anytime I, I don't ever, I, don't, I think so many times encores are, are really taken for granted that people just assume they're just automatic. And and I, I just I, I'm not that guy. I've never been one of those artists. I always. Always, I'm always willing to go back and play more if if everybody wants to. But I don't ever assume that I'm ever going to get one. I can see
0: Lisa now. She's going to be running around the crowd. We want Phil. We want Phil.
1: <laughs> I'm starting the rumor now, guys. If we start screaming it, he's going to do it. Okay. So
0: this, yeah, you might want to warm up a Phil Collins song. <laughs> So, another thing you guys have been doing, uh, the backyard barbecue shows. I'm digging this backyard, this bar- pitmaster barbecue apron you got on your merch uh, page. That's pretty daggum cool. Did you
2: design that? Oh, heck no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, we looked around and uh, just kind of dug around and found. Just got You know, we've just been trying to get as creative as possible during these crazy times. And our manager's done a good job of coming up with crazy ideas. Heck, he came up, sent me an email with these coffee mugs and I was like, Are you crazy? We're not gonna sell any coffee mugs and we sold out three times. <laughs>
0: Everybody loves coffee mugs for some reason. Yeah, it
1: has yeah, the lyrics on crazy. them. They're pretty uh, nice. Yeah. So
2: we're just getting creative trying to keep the keep you know, keep our head above water.
0: This is like a this is not like your usual apron either. No. This is, you could actually do a little blacksmithing in this this apron actually. <laughs> it's Pretty high tech. I, I mean, our welding or, you know, I don't know, fight a Uh, a viking uh, anything
2: it looks very uh very hot
0: yeah yeah it does it it does but you know what uh if you're if you're leaning up against a barbecue pit you want something pretty sturdy yeah you don't want to catch on fire
2: we've had a lot of help from a lot of friends and and um you know, that was kind of a gift that we put together for one of our buddies that helped us cook some barbecue for these backyard barbecue shows that we've been doing. And, and uh, we just thought it'd be cool to just put them out there for sale and see if anybody would want them because it's a pretty cool, pretty cool gift, a pretty cool idea.
0: Never would have thought about that. And I'm, I looked at it, and I'm like, dang, that's cool. It's got little pockets on it, got little snaps and hooks, so you could— you outfit that out, you have your tongs, you have your brush on there, you, you'd be rattling around like the Tin Man. That'd be awesome.
1: I'm going to put you on like that Cells TV show now where you're just like, call this number now no, to order your way. Slice
0: with- another, dice a mix another, <laughs> amazing Pitmaster apron. <laughs> you
2: definitely look like you know what you're doing if you've got this on. I don't okay, know if you, yeah. whether you or not.
1: All right. Well, I know, uh, earlier this year too, I guess a few months ago, you guys released the hold my beer volume tour, uh, excuse me, volume two with Randy. And I think one of my favorite lines in a song for, for a while now, uh, you got a guy named Daryl hiding in a barrel. Uh, that's, that's just like the best lyric. I love it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That song has been, you know, it's one of those that I thought would just be a little fun sidetrack, you know, uh, It would be randomly just kind of within the album that adds to the personality of of what that project is all about. When it came down to releasing it as a single and then a video, I just thought we were kind of half crazy and half maybe this is genius. And it turned out to be so much fun to watch people's reactions to it. I mean, that whole song sums up the spirit of the album. You know, it's about buddy music, beer drinking music, having fun. And, you know, the sound sonically of that song is, is very... Uh, country. That's what the whole theme of the whole my beer stuff is is kind of throwback traditional sounding country, and I just loved it. I, I don't have obviously I don't have any funny songs like that in my normal catalog, so it's nice to have a little change of pace.
1: Oh yeah, it is. It's a funny song. We enjoyed the video and everything. Dave and I are really bad about renaming songs around here, so we don't call it Rodeo Clown. We call it Daryl in a Barrel.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 a lot of people get that.
0: That the, uh, the first. It's a common theme. The first week it was out, I bet I got probably four or five texts asking me, uh, did your wife write this song about you? I'm like, (laughs) no, 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 she didn't, but thanks.
1: And I got to do a throwback, too, to, um, I guess, the Hold My Beer song. Somehow you have a video message from Lindsay Lohan. What is that all about?
2: (laughs) Yeah, uh, you know, we actually Ridley had – there's, a, there's the second verse talking about me hitting on a supermodel when uh, on a dare. Um, I won't, I won't say it's true or deny it. I will just let that stay there. But I did. But we did originally have Lindsay Lohan in the lyric. Ah, okay. Decided uh, last second we were going to change. We needed to probably change the lyric. So as a joke, Randy, they have Cameo now, which is a, a crazy website where you can go and. Literally pay people to say whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dangerous, you know, to say whatever they want. And uh, so Randy sent me a video from Lindsay Lohan saying, "Good luck on that on release of your record." <laughs> <laughs> that. And I that's a good. As well.
1: it, it was pretty funny, and I think like if you hadn't heard the record yet or didn't know the song or anything, you're kind of going, "Hold on, what?" So yeah, kind of yeah. put it all together. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we've had some fun times together and that Hold My Beer song, you know, mentions a few of them and uh, we tried really hard to be somewhat vague with our stories so that it, I think if we went into full detail, we wouldn't be allowed to cut it or wouldn't be allowed to talk about it. The beauty of a, a real friendship.
1: All right, Wade. Well, you're going to be playing out again at the Conroe Cajun Catfish Festival, October the 10th, here in downtown Conroe. Uh, Aaron Watson's going to be out there with you, Roger a whole lot of other guys. It's it's just going to be a good time, and we're we're excited. We're we're excited that we get to have live music and a show yes. again. Get uh, outside I know, and do something. Yeah, you're you're just as happy too to go put on a show. I'm sure your whole band is too.
0: The good news is you're exempt from signing the donut this year. What? <laughs> you remember? <laughs> Uh, another one yeah oh, okay well I'll bring you one but, I <laughs> yeah, mean you're on. not
2: obligated
0: but I, by all means you actually if I had a weighed bowen donut on both sides of the antlers <laughs> that would even out my my donut tree
1: you wouldn't believe how there many donuts uh, he has signed now
0: oh yeah it
2: done buddy I, I'm in
0: yeah okay cool deal
2: <laughs> we are excited too I, I can't say it enough we're so excited that, that uh people are you know finding ways to figure this out it takes a lot of work and a lot of a lot of um, you know, amazing sacrifice, you know, to, to try to pull these things off right now. And I'm just so thankful for the people that are brave enough to attempt it and try it and, and the ones that are, you know, brave enough to come out and and enjoy music. It really, you know, that's the one thing we found constant throughout all of this is that people still really love music and really miss it. So we're excited to be back on stage, and I can't think of better people to be back on stage with than Aaron Watson and, and Roger. So it's going to be so much fun. I'm looking forward to it.
1: All right, go online now and get your tickets. conrocationcatfishfestival.com dot com and Wade, tell them uh, your website and all that good stuff to follow you online.
2: Yeah, WadeBowen.com dot com or just Wade Bowen on all socials. I'm always around.
0: Cool, man. Well, we can't wait to see you. And uh, I'll have I'm I'm, gonna, I'm working on uh, getting those donuts early so they can set up so they'll be a little easier to ride on this year. <laughs>
2: Hey, you're the pro.
0: I I am the pro. I don't don't know much, but I know donuts. (laughs) I think I might get a t shirt made out of it. Hey, Wade, be careful coming down, and uh, we'll see you next weekend. Okay.